0: there's a lot of things that go into starting a new year when it comes to running a medical practice, and there are some key things you can do to make sure that your practice is successful as we kick off January. We're going to go over the top five things that are going to help your practice be successful when it comes to medical billing and increasing your revenue this year. Welcome to RevMD, the podcast all about medical billing. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Signorelli. Join us as we break down the ins and outs of medical billing, discuss the latest trends, and also share insights to help you and your practice navigate the world of healthcare finances. Welcome back to another week of the RevMD podcast. This week, we're going to talk all about getting ready for the new year. All right, let's kick us off. So first things first, we all know that You know, with January comes sometimes, depending on where you're living, like we live in Denver, there's snow on the ground, that appointments tend to start to decrease. And there's a couple of different reasons for this, right? That's the holidays, it's the cold, it's folks having their deductibles and their plans restarting. All in all, we know that appointments decrease in the month of January. And so, one of the things that your office can do to really make sure that you're prepared for decreased revenue because of that is getting ahead and calling patients, reminding them that, hey, your annual is due, come on in. If they haven't gotten, you know, certain flu vaccines, you know, make sure that they're getting in the office and getting those. And so one of the things that your office can do, not only, you know, in January, even before January, is really making sure that they're calling those patients, reaching out to them to get those annual scheduled and that they are trying to fill those spots as best as they can so that you have fewer open spots related to cancellations and making sure that your patients are aware that, you know, it's time to come in for their annual visit. So that's number one. Number two, the fun time when deductibles reset. And I know that this is painful and deductibles reset. And so one of the things that you can do to protect revenue drops when these deductibles reset is really making sure that you are having your office obviously do those eligibility and insurance verifications, right? Because if insurances fall off at the end of the year, employment changes, et cetera, you really want to make sure that the insurance is active and that with that eligibility, the office is understanding what co-pays, and deductibles are that the patients are liable for. So you're really going to want to make sure that they are understanding, okay, deductibles reset, and that the patient is going to owe that $150 or $200, whatever it is for their appointment, and that you're collecting that before the patient is seen, right? We're not going to want to have to be sending out patient invoices for 100% of this. And so as much as possible, you're going to obviously want to collect co-pays, but also any deductible because we know that those are resetting and we even have these patient pamphlets on our website. If you head over to nationalrevenueconsulting.com, you can go to patient AR and you'll see the flyers that you can start handing out to patients to alert them of what a copay is, what a deductible is, all of those things that make it more likely that you're going to get paid as an office, right? Because sometimes patients don't really understand what all those terms are. They don't understand that a deductible is something that they have negotiated personally with their insurance. Really, the rates that they pay have nothing to do with the physician's office. That all has to do with their relationship with the insurance company directly. So really understanding, you know, what that patient's deductible is, collecting it up front, providing any education that you need to the patient so that they know, hey, this is what I'm you know, responsible for and I'm going to pay that up front is just going to help protect that revenue when it comes to the beginning of the year, those deductibles resetting and potentially having that revenue decrease. Number three, obviously we know that year after year the rules change, the codes change, and so it's really important that you recognize a couple things with regards to changes that come year after year. So January is often the time where certain CPT codes or ICD-10 codes are refreshed. And so you'll want to do a couple different things to make sure you're ready. Number one, have you signed out any of your old charts from 2023? Because certain codes change every year, it's important to make sure that your 2023 claims are signed out, finished, so that those can go out using the 2023 version and any sort of 2024 updates that are necessary are done by your EMR or practice management software so that you're utilizing the most up-to-date codes. And oftentimes those are either done automatically or they may be something that you need to specifically reach out to your vendor, make sure that they're updating those for you. Sometimes there's a small charge for that. So you'll want to make sure that you have all of that information and you get those updates done and you get those 2023 charts signed out. So that those are no longer going to be something that is done utilizing the new codes, being that those were twenty twenty three dates of service. All right, number four, this is one of my favorites, end of year review. You guys know at National Revenue Consulting, we are a big proponent of metrics. That's how we run our company. That's how I manage the success of our teams. That's how we manage the success of our accounts. And it's something that we are truly looking at. Week after week, month after month, we have multiple dashboards and ways that we measure success in our company. And a medical office is no different. So whether that's your billing metrics or your financial metrics, you're going to want to make the time to say, okay, how did 2023 go? How did it compare to 2022? And so some of the things that you can look at, obviously, charges and receipts, right, your net collections are going to be two things that you can track and trend. We always talk about billing metrics so you can track and trend things like your accounts receivable, looking at both insurance and patient. You can look at denials. So, all of those billing metrics are going to be things you can take a look at and go, hey, did we make progress this year? Where do I still have challenges? Where can I work to improve this year? But then the other thing that you can look at is regarding overall practice metrics. So, things like number of patient visits per year number of patient visits per month. What did that trend look like? What was the seasonality that you noticed? How are you going to be prepared for that as you forecast what 2024 is going to look like? If you have specific departments like an infusion or ultrasound departments, what are the volumes and finances look like for each of those departments individually? Other things that you can take a look at are going to be expenses right? So how did salary wages and benefits look like for your team? Did that increase? Why or why not? Really understanding, okay, were you hiring folks or did you give raises to folks? And how is that impacting your overall financial picture of your practice? Obviously, we want to hire the right folks. We want to have the right butts in the right seats. And so taking a look and really spending, you know, an hour or two hours and really going month by month and go, Okay, you know, what were our employees? Who were they? What raises did we give? Who did we hire? Who did we let go? And then forecast that into okay, what's our plan for 2024? And this may be something you sit down with your accountant or your financial folks in your office or your office manager or all of you combined and go, okay, let's take a look at this. Let's go through and look at patient volume and then how did that track and trend with charges and net collections? All right, let's look at billing metrics, and let's go through AR and denials and our, you know, process around, you know, collecting patient AR up front or dealing with old patient AR on the back end. And then next is looking at expenses. And of course, salary, wages, and benefits is always going to be one of the most highest expenses probably on your P&L. But then what other expenses do you have? Let's look at rent. Let's look at supplies. Did that change? Is there an impact that you can have on those expenses going into 2024? And then if you set goals around what do you want to accomplish this year? You know, do you want to grow? Do you want to add on another physician or another non-physician provider? Then it's really then having to think through, okay, what's that business case going to look like in order to do that? And if you think about, you know, okay, I have... X number of patients per year or per month and really trying to calculate, okay, what is the value of each of those patients? If I bring in a new patient, what is the value of that patient to my practice? You know, how often do I see them? What is the average receipt per patient look like? Really, and you can do that high level so that you can start to think, okay, if I bring on another physician, How busy does that physician need to be to cover their cost? And then you work backwards to understand, okay, what do we need to do to get that level of patients coming into the office? And so this is that perfect time of the year to look back, look forward, and really sit down and get detailed about, you know, where do you want to go next year? What do you want to see? You know, and if you think, okay, I want to grow by 10 or 20 percent, In terms of revenue or net profit, depending on what you're looking at, then you can sit there and go, okay, how many patients would it take to do that? Okay, is that require a new physician or is that because I have 50% open slots or cancellations that are occurring in my practice? And so, really thinking about how am I going to get where I wanna be, this is a good time to do that, right? Times, you know, slots tend to be a little less full in January. So it is that opportunity to say, okay, we're going to block off a half a day, you know, Wednesday morning, and we're going to sit down and we're going to have that financial review for December. We're going to look at our progress the last few years. We're going to plan out our goals for 2024 and really sit down and think through that. Now, number five is then really sitting down and looking at the goals for your practice for next year. Again, is that going to be a gross revenue? Is that going to be a net profit target? I'm really kind of thinking through, okay, how am I going to accomplish that? And if that's new patient volume, then how do you align the staff members in your office to help achieve those goals, right? So if you've got open appointment slots, then you're working with your front office to say, how do we fill those? How do we not have open slots? Or if it's, hey, we're completely booked and we have a wait list, then okay, how do we hire a part-time or full-time physician or non-physician provider to come in and help decrease that wait list and take on a patient volume and be able to increase the number of patients we're able to see every week. And you're really going to want to get detailed around what is everybody's role in this. You know, and if you're looking at your billing metrics and see that you're still getting eligibility or prior off denials, then it's sitting down with the front office and going, how can we improve this process? What checklists do we need? to implement in order to make sure that we have a 0% eligibility denial, that we have a 0% prior auth denial. And really looking at your current process, the tools that can be used to help improve that, and then really monitoring and measuring that month over month. So again, whether that's a gross revenue measure, a net profit revenue, a volume measure, a billing metric measure, you've written down, okay, here are the top three to five things that I'm going to work towards in 2024. And I'm going to break those goals down into mini sections or mini goals that then can feel like they're something that I can accomplish. You know, if you say, I want to grow my revenue by 20%, that feels like a hard thing to do. But if you say, okay, I'm going to chunk that up into month over month, what would that increased patient volume be month over month? Then it starts to feel more manageable. And then you break that down into activities that each of your staff members can do in order to achieve that goal. So that can be, you know, what's three to five goals for your office manager? What's three to five goals for your front office team? What's three to five goals for your physicians or your non physician providers? Is that returning patient phone calls quicker? Is that getting ascribed to help? with signing out charts. I mean, those are all going to be things that you can take a look at that are going to impact the end goal that you are setting for yourself and for your team. So again, getting ready for January, it's that fresh start to the new year. Obviously, this is that time where we can reflect, we can plan, and really make sure that we are getting ready to accomplish 2024 goals and feeling really good about that. Of course, there can be professional and personal goals as part of this, but really, really heavily suggest getting ready for January. So the things we talked about today, right, January is that time where appointments tend to decrease. So how can we get ahead of that, get either other work done, right, other revenue generating activities planned for January? How can we make sure that You know, we're calling our patients and and getting those appointments scheduled for their annuals. And that we're really planning for a decreased revenue when it comes to deductibles resetting. And we're combating that by making sure that we're understanding those deductibles, collecting that up front so that our revenue doesn't take as big of a hit come January. We're obviously getting prepared for those new CPT and ICD-10 code changes, making sure that our charts are all signed out and that we're doing those financial end-of-year reviews, and really sitting down and planning those goals for 2024. So that is to sum up what you can be doing to prepare for 2024. And as always, you can head over to nationalrevenueconsulting.com and check out our testimonials. If you are looking for a change or new medical billing partner, check us out. We've got great testimonials on there and happy to discuss any practice needs with anybody. Just email us at info at nationalrevenueconsulting.com or select contact us and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Hope you guys all have had a happy holiday season and happy new year.